Hello and welcome to the Complete Small Business Show. I'm your host, Gus Ryan, and I work at Wolfgang Digital. We make podcasts for Virgin Media Business. The Complete Small Business Show will deliver short bursts of knowledge designed to help SME owners navigate some aspects of business life that might not be their area of expertise. For example, in Series 1, we looked at human resources. In Series 2, we covered promoting your business online. And in Series 3, we're going to take a look at leadership, strategy and planning for SME owners. To do that, in each episode, we'll talk to Carol O'Reilly from Redwood & Co. Redwood & Co. is an international collective of highly experienced learning and development specialists, business coaches and trainers. Carol is the founder of Redwood & Co. and has over 20 years experience in business management, leadership and organisational development across the United States and Europe. Prior to her business coaching career, Carol was the executive assistant to Estee Lauder, a time in her life that she likes to refer to as her Devil Wears Prada years. In this episode, episode two, Carol is going to talk about leadership and engagement. Okay, Carol, there's lots of memes you see being pushed around uh, social media and the internet about the difference between a boss or a manager and a leader. Uh, What are the real differences or qualities in a good leader of a company? It's a really interesting um, and hot topic. So, um, it's a, for, so to dive into it, let's take a look at what's the main difference between what a leader and a manager is. And really, leaders have people that follow them, while managers have people who work for them. And that's just one of the differentiators. Um, a successful small business owner needs to be both a strong leader and a strong manager, however, to get their team on board um, and to follow them towards their vision of success but also then to ensure that what needs to get done actually gets done. So it's that notion of um, leaders and managers, although they're two different concepts, they need to be within the one person. And that's the challenge for business leaders. How do I be both a strong leader, create that drive and that enthusiasm and inspire people and set a direction, but also manage the detail on an everyday basis? So another way to look at it is to say that managers ensure things get done on the daily basis. They're down in the nitty-gritty where the leaders create the vision and set of directions where others are inspired to join them on the journey. So management and leadership are often talked about as different things, as I was saying, Um, and it's true they are, but really getting that notion that they need to be within you and and you need to be tapped into both skill sets to be able to do that is the trick. Um, And I suppose we need people who can both inspire and control. Um, who have both vision and an eye for the finer detail and who can look at both the short and the long term as well. So leaders tend to look further out while managers tend to look closer in. All right. Um, Leaders who do not know how to manage will sooner or later get undone by their lack of knowledge or competence or attention to detail. Um, But managers who cannot or do not like to lead will lose the confidence of the people that they're trying to get to follow them. And that's really the trick. People want to look up to and respect those who are willing to simply take charge, really. And leadership and management is really bringing those two things together, the longer term and the shorter term, and taking charge of corralling people around both sides of that continuum. 
So at larger companies, there might be more of an understanding and acceptance of a hierarchy within the company. You know, you have different levels of management or staff or whatever. Mm -hmm. So for an SME with smaller numbers, can it be harder to get staff to to be engaged with the leader or the the, the, the vision of the business? Hmm. It's funny, you might think so. Um, But when it comes to engaging employees, I think that being small offers some distinct advantages, actually. It's probably maybe the opposite, even though we don't think so. Um, I was reading a really interesting uh, Great Place to Work study recently, uh, and wherein they were saying that small and medium-sized companies, and those are companies with, say, fewer than 1,000 employees, So, but in my book it's even smaller, right? Um, they often kind of bemoan the size um, as an impediment to building a great workplace, like, you know, how can I build a great workplace? I don't have many people around me. But the rationale was that smaller budgets leave less room for perks and comfortable and modern workspaces like you find in Google or Facebook or some of those places. Um, but what smaller businesses maybe don't realize is they actually have that distinct advantage over larger um, businesses, um, and it's actually conveyed by their size. Consider this. Um, the statement was something like, uh, the benchmark for all things considered, this is a great place to work, um, which is a question in the Great Place to Work Trust Survey is that it's five percentage points higher when you're a small to medium-sized business than when you're a Fortune 100 business. So actually the results are that, you know, five percentage points higher, which isn't a lot, but um, year on year it's saying that um, those limitations that size um, is an inhibitor isn't true. Year on year it's showing that actually the smaller businesses are getting higher scores Mm. in that way. And I think it's really, you might be saying, well, where does that come from? But employee engagement is a real mix of things. Um, And part of the results um, come from the quality of the relationships between employees and management. So if you think about that for a minute, being smaller conveys an advantage that managers have an opportunity to connect with their employees more often. They get to see them face to face. um, They know them more personally. Um, And employees have access to senior leadership, uh, including the CEO. Um, So that behaving and have that access to and to be able to talk to them often on a first name basis, right, Um, allows people to feel more connected to what this business is about, where it is that it's going, um, what are its challenges, what are its opportunities. You know, um, they often feel they're asked more about their opinions on things versus in your really big organization, you can feel lost in all the people around you. So I think it's it's really getting to grips with that, that, um, you know, in a small business, you have that opportunity for people to connect to, to your business in a much deeper way um, beyond actually the purpose of the organization. They connect with the people and holding that as core to maybe that, um, that notion of that's the way to engage people is to pull them in, ask for their ideas more. Interesting. So regardless of the size, engagement is, is crucial for, for all companies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so could you give us maybe a couple of tips, maybe three tips for leaders in SMEs on how to effectively engage with their staff? Okay, uh, let's see. One that I would say is to start with what I would call um, maybe an open door policy. Um, and noting that not every um, SME owner has their own door, actually. <laughs> um, often they don't. Um, but whether you have a physical door or not, that notion of being accessible to your people, I think, is one of the most important things you can do to, to drive engagement. So it's like we were just talking about, um, that even if someone, if someone was to come up to you and say they have um, an issue, 
for you to be accessible to them, to talk to them, to take the time to listen to them. That's building engagement. Um, and even if you don't in that moment in time have that minute, you know, you have, you're being pulled in other directions to pause and kind of say, I hear you. Um, now is not a great time, but you know what? I will get back to you. And then the trick is to make sure you do get back to them, right? So that idea of um, connecting with them, um, giving them accessibility to you is really, really important. Um, so taking time to listen to your people about whatever is big in their world um, and understanding like their world is part of your world. So you can really have to kind of connect to that and really show you care that that needs to be put in place. Um, after all, you know, taking interest in the work they do and the value they bring to your business um, is critical. Um, and it's that, that notion of if they're coming to you, it tends to be about something to do with your business mm. um, and, and getting that. It's not about actually the work they're doing. It's about your business. So I think having that open door policy is, is in your mindset as a philosophy is probably really important. And that'll encourage the feedback that we spoke about in episode one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, yeah, it helps them bring ideas to the table. It helps them be a part of that um, um, journey of the business. And it will fuel your own self-awareness, as you said, as we link back to some of the stuff we talked about in episode one. Cool. So a second tip, I think, for building staff engagement is, and this is probably going to be slightly controversial, is to think about the type of benefits you can offer them. And, you know, small SMEs, um, I think they tend to think benefits, Jesus, you know, I can't do that. Um, but it's not necessarily the big things. It doesn't have to be that, you know, you give them the, the gym membership or that you, you know, um, have the big fancy offices with beanbag chairs in the corners and all that kind of stuff. I think the benefits can be the smaller things like, you know, simply encouraging them to take proper lunch breaks to go out for a walk um, you know to um, maybe do a deal if you can't do a gym maybe do um, ne negotiate a deal on behalf of a fewer staff for with a local gym to get them a discount any discount is usually welcomed by people so it's those small things and I think it's also around tuning into what matters in work-life balance for your people so, you know, if you take the time to understand, you know, like a, or a gym is important or maybe actually um, putting up a basketball hoop outside in a parking lot just to get people to go off and, you know, do something like that. Maybe that would be a benefit to them. Encouraging them to leave at five or half five and not take the laptop with them that, you know, work exactly. is finished for the day. Yes. Yeah. And even that notion of, you know, are you constantly sending emails at night and on weekends and things like that? You know, it's setting those values and principles up about the way you want um, your work to be led. You know, often as an SME owner, you might be working 24-7, you know, it seems like. And, and there are periods in, in your business journey where you need to be doing that and you there are periods where you need others to join you in that space to you know put in the extra hours but recognizing when is enough enough and um and how long that can go on for recognizing people's energies is probably really important and that's a big part of staff engagement is tuning into what is the energy of the people and it probably links into another um third aspect in terms of engagement is appreciating people um, celebrating achievements, um, saying thank yous. Um, I remember uh, a leader that I worked with um, way back early in my career. One of the most important things she ever did, and I still have it, is she sent me a personal thank you note 
um, after you know a tremendous effort on a campaign that we were doing, she took the time. And when I walked in my office the next morning, there was a, a note from her. And it was personal. It was handwritten. And that left a huge um, imprint on me in terms of being recognized and feeling really engaged in the business and what I was doing. So sometimes it's the small things that don't mm. have to cost a lot of money. Mm. Um, it's the small recognition points that really get people to say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm valued here. It's worth my effort staying and I'm learning and I'm growing as well. So often in celebrating the success, you bring that buzz back into into the workplace and as well in those celebrations what went was so well why did that work so well you know so really again like we talked about earlier so we beat ourselves up about um you know what could have been better but sometimes pausing and just admiring what went well and how to fuel that forward is a big part of engagement i yeah, think and you may have stumbled across something that's repeatable like a repeatable successful process or, or way of doing it exactly yeah. yeah when we don't pause to think about the positive as well i think we miss those nuggets yeah. um that yeah it, t- to your point that are repeatable that we can continue to to leverage into the future brilliant carol thanks a million my pleasure So there you go. Lots of great information on leadership and engagement. For more podcast episodes like these, head over to the Virgin Media Business Content Hub. And that's at www.virginmedia.ie forward slash business forward slash the hyphen hub. If you found this episode useful, please share it on social media. If you're an iOS user, please give us a rating in the iTunes app. It really helps other people find the show. And if you'd like to find out more about the services that Virgin Media Business can provide for your small business, please go to www.virginmedia.ie forward slash business forward slash small hyphen business. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.